check, 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 check. This is Yes Jules. Yes Jules. Dun, 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 dun. This is a Yes Jules exclusive. One AM radio. Close, shout it for my friend, but I act like I ain't no. I'ma buy a raincoat, a storm might approach you. A clown like your daddy met your mom in the circus. I do it all purpose, do it for the neighborhood. Smoking on that, making good with my necklace when I do it. Got that leather in the wood, got that marble on the floor. Got the burglar bars on the door with the bando. Diamonds in my chain go. Okay. Every 20 minutes, change clothes. I had a meal before the label. Just as long as they know money made me do it. I say rest in peace to bankroll. You in a better place, though. You won't ever see me let off. Start the engine, watch me take off. Money made me do it. I say yeah. I say money made me do it. I say yeah. I say money made me do it. Watch me yeah. I say money made me do it. I say yeah. I say money made me do it. Dallas or yeah, it was lit and Jacksonville was really lit. Well, you know, from, Dallas, yeah, Dallas, hometown love and everything. But Jacksonville was just surprisingly um, exciting. Huh? It was very exciting. That's it was really awkward. It's funny. It was funny. I've never been to Jacksonville or yeah. done anything. What were they just super about, about it? Like they loved the music? Like, yeah, they, they loved everything. They was just on the feet the whole time. Everybody was crowding towards the front. Because, you know, you get a lot of bougie Bieber fans that are just like, who the fuck is this guy? Let's go on for Bieber. You get bougie 19 year olds that look at you like, who are you? Yeah, they just That's crazy. It's okay, I'm used to that. So, what, what, when you like, truthfully, when you're like performing, you look out in the audience, like, what would you say? Do you feel like at least 50% are engaged? Mm -hmm. That's good. I, I feel like there's a lot more people that I expected to be, um, you know, fucking with the music. I mean, he's like a totally different demographic. Right, yeah, no, exactly. That's what, But I feel like, you know, since I have kind of like, I kind of have like White Iverson and Go Flex, which are like kind of, you know, like well-known mm -hmm. records. So I feel like if they just Google my name, they can find it. And then, you know, yeah. they fuck with it, they do if they And don't. do you like tell them I'm Post Malone? Like just so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dope. Um, have you had any like crazy experiences with like 
Because listen, the time that Justin got in trouble in Miami, mm -hmm. I took him to that club. So I've seen firsthand what happens with the Bieber fans. And literally, it's I feel so bad for him because that day, the only thing that he was doing was trying to clear these girls from out of the street so he could start his car and drive. And the cops that were like a block away saw me and his dad trying to say like, oh, you know, clear the way, clear the way, and thought that we were clearing the street for a drag race. And then it turned into this like whole thing, but it was really that just fans wanted to take pictures and he right. was being nice and like taking pictures of them. But I know his fans are crazy. No, his fans like, are sick. Yeah, I know. Have you had any like super like crazy weird experiences with his fans or? Not really. I mean, his fans show a lot of love after the show. Like we, we, we've been out there doing beer bongs and stuff and they was cheering us on. And so, oh, really? You know, so they kind of, they, they, they like me a little bit too. You yeah. Know? And that's a cool so feeling. Cause you know, like. I don't really know y'all that well. Y'all don't know me that well, but we get along pretty well. We like to party, so. So when you're when are you done with the tour? July nineteenth. So like and then you you're working on a new. I saw you were drawing something. Let me see that. What did he draw? It's a there? sword. It's a sword. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're looking at a drawing of a sword right now. It's it's actually pretty good. Very detailed. Thank you. Posty drew this like, himself. I have a thing for swords and medieval fantasy stuff. You have a thing I noticed for like you're you're very I'm like very no sorry. it's okay. He's smoking a cigarette in my face, but it's yeah, cool. like it. I just try my best to blow it right <laughs> yeah. in her nose. No cares. <laughs> um. So, all right. I, before we started the podcast, we were talking about all kinds of stuff in just life, and I realized that you're very diverse in your interests mm -hmm. and uh, your knowledge of like particular things. So. I, I read somewhere, or was it an interview or something, that your dad kind of exposed you to a lot of different kinds right. of music. Did your parents also expose you to, like, the political world and, like, you know, kind of just, did they, they, they talk to you about a lot, a lot of life stuff? Or did you form those opinions and, like, kind of just get into it on your own? Well, I mean, it depends. Like, I watch a lot of, I listen to a lot of, like, you know, like, a, a traditional American Bands that stand for like freedom and all that shit. That is that know. those people we were just listening to? Yeah, Megadeth. You know they talk about a lot of political shit. Rage Against the Machines talk a lot of political shit. And you know my dad listened to that growing up too. So he was, was like, he a musician? No, he wasn't. He just loved music. He was he was like he was a DJ he when he was yeah fun. when he was a youngster. So he's just into a lot of different shit. And then he was a metalhead. So he put me on that shit. But it's like my dad has always been like pro American, and now my dad is a prepper. What's that mean? Like a doomsday prepper. Not necessarily what? a full-on doomsday prepper, but he has gallons of water. And, you know, you got a lot of ammunition because, All right, so the you know, world, you never know. The world ends in three days. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell us the whole plan because mm -hmm. I understand that would be mm -hmm. just, you know, giving it all away. But, like, what are your first few steps that you're taking? I don't know. I get all my friends to my house. Am I in L.A.? Am I in L.A.? Wait, like in my domain? Is that your domain? LA? Yeah, that's what right, that's you're in I your domain. I'm in my house. So what's the situation? So the situation is like red alert comes, like all our phones, cell phones, like boom, boom, boom. We're under, I don't want to get too nuclear political attack. with it. Nuclear? We're under nuclear Nuclear attack. zombies? Okay. I mean, which, which? We're under nuclear attack okay. from like Russia or okay. something, right? They're coming okay. in, they're just like polluting nuclear our air. Nuclear attack from Guam. They're polluting our air. Okay. And what do we do? Okay, so what are we doing first? The, the, I'm really, the I, I'm really unprepared at this point because I need a little more time. I'm talking right now. I don't have a gas mask. I need a gas mask okay. first off. You gotta start with a gas mask. You gotta have gas masks for your friends, for your dog. Um, are there gas masks for dogs? I'm sure there is. There's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. There's gotta be because you know they That's they important. have the same respiratory system as like us. I guess almost basically similar. Hey, 
I just flew into town, fresh off the jetty. And then I run on my hole, I know she ready. Bitch, I'm a sauce on them hoes, might spend some ready. And I just cut that hoe off like a machete. I'm a new three boy, white boy, braids, and I hit the shit good, tell the pussy go away. She just wanna come with me, but that pussy ain't no, no way, no way. Bitch, I feel like Monte, I don't get like rewind it. Behind the back, I pass it, Tyson Channel with the alley. Yeah, I need my bustle, bitch, I feel like Monte. Smoke Golden State, bitch, I feel like Monte. Eleven barrels, bitch, I feel like Monte. Assist from Rondo, bitch, I feel like Monte. From Dallas up to Indy. Okay. Used to cross up in post when I pour foes in my phone. Okay. Bitch, y'all ball like how cover when I post up in Atlanta. I feel like Monta Ellis. Yeah. I got more hoes than oh, Elvis. Damn, who the fuck said the little boy wasn't ballin'? I'm ballin' like Spartan, you know the shit. I won't sign no contract to my country, bitch, like a nigga who just went pro and shit. On first round pick, you can check my diamonds. They shining, they big as a toe and shit. Bitch, we biting like gators. I count out my guap on the hater I love it, hoes around me, I'm feeling like Monta Ellis Had to cut some niggas off, cause they was jealous Bitch, I'm up by 10, ain't no coming back, you know that I'm finna win Bitches look both for the MVP, all of these niggas, they wanna be I need my bustle, bitch, I feel like Monte Smoke Golden State, bitch, I feel like Monte But the most important thing that I picked up from our conversation before we started the podcast is that you're like very aware and like in tune with what's going on in the world. And I can kind of be oblivious to things sometimes because I feel like I'm just going about what I'm doing every day. And I just like I think at a certain point, turning on the news was just so depressing for me that I just decided like you know what, fuck it. I'm, not, I'm first of all, I don't even know if half of this stuff is real. Right. Second of all, right. it's making me sad because I'm a Pisces and I get emotional about shit. So I'm just gonna like work and focus on what the fuck I'm doing in my life and try to not pay attention. That's to real shit. That's what you gotta do. That applies to everything. Like I don't watch the news. I don't read Daily Mail or anything. Um, no, I just, I just, I just keep it. I just, you know, cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of extra shit that can really cloud your, 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 your life, your life. Uh, Deviate like, you from your path. Because why do you, why do you necessarily need to know what's going on with, you know, the Kardashians at this moment or whatever, especially when you're in a position where you're just trying to, Make you know, keep on rocking. Yeah, exactly. You're just going, you're just doing the best that you can to get what you can while you can. Um, and I feel like, I feel like you just have to. Instead of, I don't get on social media no more, you know, um, Why is besides, this is a lot of shit. There's a lot of bullshit. You, you know, know, it's like a deep, dark hole. You mm. can like get sucked in. I find myself sometimes like somebody will say something mean to me on Twitter or something and it'll really like affect my entire day. Right. And it's like crazy that a stranger from wherever the fuck they're tweeting you could just like have an effect on on you emotionally. Right. But at the end of the day, we're human. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that's, everybody has feelings. Yeah. I don't want to read that shit. And you know, as, as, at a certain point, ignorance is, is really blissful. Bliss. Yeah, because 100%. you know, you don't want to see that shit. You want to continue on to think that you're the shit. <laughs> right? You don't want to have to say that somebody needs to put this like dog down. Like, everyone thinks I'm great. Like, why didn't people, people just like to talk shit about me? But you know, you know, at some point, you know, 
Whatever. Be whatever. But so you have to be That's informed. why you're over here. You have to be informed because knowledge is power. So it's like finding that even balance between ignorance is bliss and knowledge is power. Right, exactly. And just like no, being in the middle of that and being well prepared for shit, but also not letting things phase you. Yeah. And I think like once you find that balance, you're good. Yeah, you don't want to be too fun. far on either side of the yeah. spectrum. But you were drawing this knife. All right, back to this, it's this a sword. sword. My yeah, bad. It's a sword. This is not a don't small knife. My it shit. is a sword. That's it a is play. not a knife. Yeah. And this is a possible cover for your album? No, I was just brainstorming. Cause I, brainstorming like I, like for I, what? Like brainstorming for the sword for the album. This itself will not be the album. So you're but, working on an album? Yeah, I'm working on an album. How's that going? It's going great. What's it sounding like? Cool. Is it? Because I know, um, for, I'm like a big firm, I, I'm very big on like not putting people in boxes or like category. Yeah. I just, I, I'm very like corny. So I made right. myself the director of vibes just because I got tired of people asking me what I do. It's a powerful title. So I'm like, yo, it's positive. It's very corny, but like it kind of encompasses like everything. And like really what I do at the end of the day is bring positive energy to situations and get paid for it. So like, you know what I mean? I'm like ideate and whatever, but I hate it when people try to say like, oh, you're you're a nice. promoter or you're a model or you're, I'm like, no, I'm just a human doing things that I like to do. And I really um, could understand where you were coming from in an interview where you were like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a hip, right. a rapper. I consider myself an artist. I, pay, I play instruments. I am influenced by all kinds of genres of music, you know, so that got me really excited to hear like what's coming from you next. In terms yeah. of, you know, sounds. No, sounds. yeah, that's what, and you know, there was a lot of shit about this double XL shit. Um, where whatever her name was um, said that I'm dis disband or abandoning is the correct word I guess abandoning hip hop and just doing my own thing you know it was, as, it, as if it was a stepping stone I don't know someone from Double XL no hate to Double XL or anything but um, you know there was like a miscommunication I yeah, guess that like made, it's a that like you know made my character like lackluster I suppose I guess you could say. But I feel like I feel like at, at this point, I I want to make everything that I like because you know just like I was playing that Megadeth song, you wouldn't listen to Megadeth normally, would you? But you like that song. Yeah, right? I liked it. Yeah, a lot. so you just I just, just I just was oblivious. I never knew about it. Vibe with what you vibe with. It's like if 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 you like if you like like I love Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, and I'll be putting this song, and it's like old country. It's so old, 70s, yeah. 60s, and people will be like. You know, yeah. Give me weird vibes about it, but it's like if you like it. But you know what's gonna happen if I go on Instagram after this and post like a Megadeth song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm gonna get? A ton of people like you don't know shit right. about you Megadeth. Don't know Megadeth. No, exactly. like, no, I just learned about right, that exactly. and I'm excited about and it. And I like it. I like exactly. it. So I'm it's just trying to tell you guys. About it. So what? So <laughs> even if you listen to everything and you don't like any of the songs, you like this song. So who gives who a fuck? Cares? Who gives a fuck if you only like that song? I read a quote somewhere the other day. I, I don't know where I saw it, but it was just like, "Yo, let people do you do what you what makes you happy, and just let people do what makes them happy, and everybody will be happy." You know, sure, but sure. it's just like people really try to like cut into situations where it's just not even necessary. But that's why, I like, I feel like a majority of your music is po positive. Yeah. When I listen to your music, like I feel. Like, I'm happy, you know? Like, yeah. when your songs come on in the club, I'm like, you know, sometimes, like, a different song will be right. playing before you, and I'm like, oh, I want to, like, punch somebody. And then, like, your songs come on, and I'm like, yeah. You can't even be mad. You know? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I love this. So it, I felt like I was really excited to meet you today, because I was like, you know, I feel like this is going to be very positive, and, like, he has good vibes. Yeah. And I walked in, and you had good vibes. Your girlfriend had good vibes. And, you're, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, for anybody who saw the Breakfast Club interview, this is, what, a year later? Yeah, almost. And you're still sure. with, what's her name? Ashlyn. Ashlyn. He's still with Ashlyn. And I fuck with her because she used to promote shows yes, in Dallas, right? Like, that's how we met. That's the coolest story ever, that you, that you, she hired you for a show and then you guys fell in love and like got together and you're still together a year later after all the craziness. <laughs> Excuse you, Ashlyn. <laughs> that was definitely Ashlyn that burped, but it's okay because I made you her salad. For a girl, that was about six hours. <laughs> um, yeah. So, has it been, so she is, she, she told me she like kind of slowed down on promoting the shows because right. she's focused on you now. So you got like a real down ass bitch. I, she's kind of like traveling with you, helping I you out with so. everything. Yeah. No, yeah, she's definitely been very supportive of the whole shit of everything, you know, and it's probably not the easiest thing. 
No. It's, I guess. I mean, I, girls are crazy. Hell, hell we yeah. always assume the worst. I'll tell you that right now. It doesn't matter how cool. I'm the coolest. Like everybody's like, oh, Jules, like blah blah. I'm You're so cool. Like, I'm so cool. So tight. Until I like you, and then it's a wrap. Because if you don't answer my text yeah, within like sick. an hour right. or you're at the studio late night or whatever it is, like I always, you know, girls just think the worst. Guys are the same way though. I are feel you? Like, I feel like because deep down inside, you know, everybody want to act hard, but I'm kind of like overacting hard at this point because, you know, everybody wants to, wants to act as hard as they possibly can just to be cool. But the real coolness you know, is being yourself. No. Do you hear it? <laughs> Say it again for the people no. in the back. The real coolness is being yourself. Asterisk, peace, song. Because you, know, <laughs> you know what I feel like? I feel like somewhere in the past three years, the cool thing became to not give a fuck. Right. And I'm like, but wait a minute. Why is it cool to not give a fuck about my future, my money, my friends? Like, like that's actually really not cool at all. <laughs> it's probably it's like, very lame. <laughs> and it's like, it became a thing. Like, people are like, oh, zero fucks given. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not hurt. I have no emotions. Look, I'm emotionless. And it's like, mm, that's not really cool. Like, I, I, I really hope that that fade is, like, dying out. You know, I think I think the next phase is... is is people tapping into their <coughs> mystical emotions because these emotions that we have are so mystical. What and mystical they make you in feel, what sense? They can think about an emotion like you. So you, you yourself is your whole world, right? Like yeah. me, my my brain and what I think I perceive my world the way that I perceive my world, and you perceive your world you the, way that, the way that exactly, exactly. If these emotions are so magical because they can just take over the way like if you're mad you think of the world a different way than when you're completely happy me yesterday i was it was okay i was crying the other day in the uber i was so drunk i was like yo this i'm done with everything this world sucks but like, you know now everyone. i'm cool you know, you know it's yeah. just different the emotions different. are a crazy thing it's crazy you know <laughs> <laughs> what made you I want to know what made you feel like you were you were over everyone in the back of that Uber you know I feel a lot like that sometimes because I listen to a lot of Nirvana Facts. you know that makes me very um, very teenage angst you know what I mean but um, it's, I feel like there's a lot of people that take advantage of situations that that are just trying to milk the situation that you know you've given somebody a great opportunity and stuff or you're just having a great time and people want to milk like me because of the situation that I'm in. You know what I mean? Like friends, old friends. Man, who, old you, who, there was a rap lyric about that. Like, who said it? I can't remember right now. But somebody said in a song like, yo, um, I, did, I got money and y'all changed. Like, I didn't change. And that was like the realest shit. And I never really understood it until I got money. And then I realized like, damn, like my family... Yeah, changes no, hey. my and it's like real life shit it's like the expectations of the people in your life around you change and it's like you feel like you're doing something good for right, exactly yeah, but it's never like good enough something nice, but it's never it's never good enough. it's never good enough for nobody like you never you try to like my dad told me to go to jewels was it jewels i thought it was like jay-z or something
boys coming to me with their open hands And I ain't tripping on just saying now Everybody wanna be my friend I finally fell in love now Hardy bitch, you wanna come and fuck up my plans I'm just trying to be who I am It's just something they will never understand They will never understand They will never understand Elevate your life, your life Keep them niggas far away They praying on my downfall You don't fuck with me the long way So baby, what you here for? It could be so simple Meet me out in Frisco Yeah, 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 yeah Calculate your steps and keep your circle small Understand that nothing lasts forever The glamoration of this lifestyle will leave you desperate Tripping on just saying now Everybody wanna be my friend I finally fell in love now Hardy bitch, you wanna come and fuck up my plans I'm just trying to be who I am It's just something they will never understand They will never understand They will never understand They will never understand There was a rap lyric about that. Like, who said it? I can't remember right now. But somebody said in a song, like, yo, um, I did. I got money and y'all changed. Like, I didn't change. And that was, like, the realest shit. And I never really understood it until I got money. And then I realized, like, damn, like, my family yeah, changes. No, hey. My, and it's like real life shit. It's like the expectations of the people in your life around you change. And it's like you feel like you're doing something good for people. Right, exactly. But it's never good enough. It's never good enough. It's never good enough for nobody. Like you never you try to like my dad told me I think it was Jewels. Was it Jewels? I thought it was like Jay Z or something. Edwin Iverson? That no, that said that. Oh, I no, thought it was no, Jules no, no, from the no, no, from the Reebok commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jules on a Future what? record. Um, Maybe on a Future. Jules and Future have a song together. Maybe it's not that, but he says that in the song. But what so were we talking about? We were talking about how shit, how people. Oh, okay, yeah. My dad, my dad told me my whole life. Damn, <laughs> just probably like unvalidated everything that I said this whole interview. with. wait, what? Like no, but um, my dad told me that you cannot make everybody happy. You will never make everybody happy. So like whenever my parents are split up and they split up when I was a kid. So whenever I went to go stay with my mom, my dad got mad. Whenever I went to go stay with my dad, my mom would get mad. And so, you know, I'm kind of going through that with my mom right now. It's just like, you know, I do a lot for people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's never, never meets the expectations because they think that I'm on this level like Paul McCartney bubbles where I like it's crazy. I got 800 mil in the bank and I'm just whatever you want you know but it's not I have struggles too and you have you struggles know, and uh, you're signed right you're signed mm -hmm. to who, who are you with Republic, Republic. It, they're the best and that's Charlie Walk right yeah Charlie Walk Funny story crazy about you know how I know him his son <clears throat> Ashlyn stop <laughs> Ashlyn, you got to stop burping in the middle of, uh, <laughs> of the podcast, babe. It's really me this whole time. <laughs> no, but Charlie's son followed me on Instagram for the long... So this kid, 
right? He follows me on Instagram. He always like DM me and he'd be like, he like made a never not working song on a piano once, like never not working, like sent me a video and like and like song about Ronnie Fye, who was my friend who designed sneakers for Kith and stuff. And he's like, uh, he would like DM me all the time, like, yo, I look at this kid, I'm like, yo, it's a super fan kid, but like he always has the hottest sneakers and the coolest clothes. And I go and I look at his Instagram, I'm like, he's here with Ariana Grande, like he's like, he's super plugged in, the kid's like 16 years old, like who the fuck is this kid? And then I realized one day that he's Charlie Walk's son. So then one day Charlie Walk and I were like, I like this. So setting up a meeting where he's like, yo, my son loves you. You gotta come to his birthday party. And I was like, this dude's cool. Like he's super funny. Yeah, hell yeah. Charlie but Walk is awesome. It gets hard. Like I know now being on the other side of things because I've always kind of like worked with, you know, artists and whatnot, but I was never a manager. And I know like how crazy it could be when you finally get past that point of, you know, when you're when artists that are on SoundCloud and like starting off right now. Like, you guys are in the golden age. Like, it's like, that's, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. That's the best, the best. When you're free. The best. Yo, Ferg told me, he was like, man, when I used, when I was not signed, it was so easy to do my videos. Cause he showed me this sick ass video. I forgot what song it was for, but they like, they had masks and they were like in this like deserted, like underpass. And I was like, yo, this video is sick. Like who did it? He's like, yo, I was not signed. We did it for free. We just pulled up to the spot, fucking film. We didn't need permits. We needed to pay for this. We didn't pay for that. Once you sign to a label, everything has to be super legit. Right. You have to ask somebody for permission to do something. Like, it's like this whole thing. So it's like, I could totally understand being a new artist. You sign to a label. Now you got to answer to them. And you have a manager. And you have a lawyer. And you right. have an agent. And then you got your family and everybody else on you. They don't understand. They think you're getting 100% of everything. It's, it's like, like, mom, I got to pay $10,000 a month for my it's, lawyer. It's if not more. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's like, I love my label to death. I love my label to death. Whenever, whenever I made my mixtape, it was just like, I was 16. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I had to, I was at my homie's house. I was staying at my homie's house and record um, my whole shit because he had the whole setup and everything, the mic and everything. You did it on some program. Audacity, free program, yep. Okay. Um, and I would have him be quiet, you know, be quiet while I was recording because we didn't have no booth or nothing. Mm -hmm. He would just sit there and play video games and I would just record. And it's like, I didn't have to ask anybody to do anything. I didn't have to worry if I was like, Hey, would the reps like this? Would the A and R's like this? Would they like this? I was just making music, you know, freely, just because freely, you to exactly. Make it now. And that's why that's why I feel like I'm going right now. You're going back because to you know what? Because I realized that if you're not making music that you like, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be proud of what you're making. Mm -hmm. And that's you got to be proud and able to keep on going because you have to feel like you know what? I'm making the dopest shit ever. Well, that's I'm why proud you of my shit. That's my, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why it's 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 just taking it back to the roots of the reason why you started making music. It's Anyways. hard to get distracted though, because obviously when you have all that pressure and you have like, it's exciting to be like, oh damn, L.A. Reid wants to talk to me. Like this person wants to talk. Oh, I want to keep them happy, you know. Right. And you get like sidetracked and it's like confident and 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 comfortable in your skin as you are or may be. Like it's easy to kind of feel like, oh, I want to make this person happy though, and I want to make sure right. that these exactly. You want to you want to you want to you want to like like my dad says. It kind of applies to anything. You know, you will never make everyone happy. So you might as well make yourself happy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you're happy and just like I said. In retrospect, you see your world this way. You see your world this way. It's all perspective. So you're playing guitar on this on this new. Yeah, product? I play guitar on the on the album, and I'm also making like a folk album for myself. That's all guitar, and it's all just, just for yourself. Yeah, it's very emotional. It's so very it's like emo. acoustic. Yeah, acoustic. You vocals, singing, yeah. And you're gonna release it on, on like as a mix, like an I'm album. A I'm gonna release place? it as Awesome Post. Um, just as like. I want to make kind of like a lemonade movie type shit, like oh, a really? like an hour long video. That's dope. It's gonna be really cool. And so the album, and the album, I don't know. You don't. Know. I'm, I don't know. And you know, in correspondence with the album, it's like the album is fucking awesome. The album is fucking awesome. I worked with so many great producers. I worked with so many great artists. We got like crazy collaborations. How does it work for collaborations? If somebody hits you up like, yo, I, I fucks with you, or you're like. At, like you meet somebody and you're like vibing with them and then you go decide to go to the studio together. Or yeah, no, it usually just works like that. Or like, I'll reach out on a tip or I, uh, I'll have somebody get in contact with somebody from their camp and say, hey, 
do you like me? Like, <laughs> like yes or no? And if they say yes, I'll be like, okay, might be cool. Let's do this. Like I'm working with um, I'm I'm about to do a song with uh, Rivers Cuomo from um, Weezer. No um, way. Yeah, I don't. Are know. you kidding me? Um, he hit me up. Or I hit him up on Twitter. I think, and I was like, hey, shout out to Twitter. Bro. I like you. Do you like me back? And he was like, yo, well, I fuck with you. And I was like, okay, let's go. Me and Andy Milanovic had a moment like yeah, that. No, no, yeah, really he, he's, he's mad at me right now, but I do love you, Andy. I don't oh, know. Andy is? Yeah. Shout out Andy, bro. I don't know what you're doing right now, but I hope it's fun. Shout out to Andy, man. I love you. <laughs> but so, so do you work best like um, in the studio with people or do you like send tracks and like get the song back? I afterwards? love being in the studio. Because it's a vibe. I right? Yeah, I love being in the studio having beers. Like, that's how me and... Like, He's drinking a Bud Light right now, by the way. I asked the... Cute little baby bottles, too. <laughs> I asked the... I was like, yo, do you guys like white wine? They were like, white wine, Bud Light, and Cool Crush. What are they called? They're not... Cool Camel Crush. Camel, Camel Crush. Crush. <laughs> Bobby got me the Cools, though, and I'm very... They're not cool. They're Camel. No, Camel. Camel Crush. Menthol yeah. to Super Menthol. <laughs> and then they have, like, the Super Blue Pack, which is, like, just... Menthol, like no fuck you, menthol. Like, like nobody was like, like, a, like an Eskimo <laughs> smoke. I don't know what the difference is. It feels like it feels like winter is coming in my mouth. It does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too much. You don't want to feel it's like miserable. It's miserable. It's too much smoking. Like these are miserable. When did you start smoking cigarettes? I went to London for the first time with my friend Jason, Minecraft Universe, and um, he's super dope. He's been my best friend for the longest time, and he he really put me on like to I, no, no to to life. Uh -huh. He he brought me out to LA. I lived <laughs> I lived with him. You know what's his name? Jason Probst. His name is Minecraft Universe though, and you like you'll see me a long time ago playing games with him with all the kids and all that shit and. Um, Helping him out with the music and shit, but you know he's the he's the one that really believed in me and gave me the opportunity. But was back he the to, first one that was like back to what menthols? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit, yeah, I mean back to smoking. You know, it always comes back to smoking. I, I, we started, we went to London together, and everybody rolled, rolled their own rolled their own cigarettes, and I was like, hey yo, bruv. <laughs> Let me get one of those. Let and me that's try. Like, and then it, was over. it went to hell from there. Yeah, that's good. I hate cigarettes, but me that's too. just me. I can tell. I can tell. I feel so bad. <laughs> no, okay. He's trying not to smoke right now next to me on the couch. But wait, so you're, is it your manager from London? Yes, he certainly is. So how did you guys meet? He's finishing. He just broke down an entire through, through, life. Through Jason. And then opened another one. Through Jason? Yeah, through Jason. So wait, so you were on SoundCloud. So when you first dropped the mixing, you dropped it on SoundCloud. You were like, you know, were, were you like building a brand on Twitter or social media at all? Or the music really just did it for you on SoundCloud? Whenever I dropped White Iverson, I had like 700 followers. Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. And as a, you on can, SoundCloud? You, you can look at, you can look at little, you can look at, no, right. on, on, on Twitter. 700 people knew who you were in the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So where, what was like the turning point? Just put out a song, and so then I feel like I feel like I put out one good song, and <clears throat> God damn it, Ashton! One more time, I swear to God, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but it's like um, you put out the song. You get lucky. You get so lucky because you know. I woke up in the morning, and they were like, nobody. First of all, let me precursor this whole next part with. Nobody wanted me to put this song out. They were like, it's not ready. So I made the album art in Photoshop. I was like, fuck y'all. I'm putting this out. This is my song. It's going to pop. Who's y'all? Like your friends? That you yeah, my friends at that time team? that I was working working with. And um, I woke up the next day and they were like, yo, Wiz is tweeting that shit. Mac is tweeting that shit. I was like, but wait, who? I was like, oh my God. I just woke up and like You're my like, whole life changed shit. from that. Moment. Was it a specific? That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I got the chills, bro. It's crazy. It's a crazy moment, dog. Like it's a crazy. That moment is the most. You call? Did you call sub, your people? Sublime moment. The most surreal moment, and it's just, it's the best feeling I've probably ever had in my life. Yeah, Maybe. And you know, I just was like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Look at that. Check out what we Check out said. what Wiz said. Check out what Mac Miller said about me. I was like, check this out. And it was, it was a dope feeling. Was know? it a specific person? For me, it was Ryan Seacrest. Like, I remember one day I woke up and Ryan Seacrest was talking about, he he, he did, like, the seven top 
it's this is really lame he did like the seven top people to follow on snapchat but it was like he's like an idol of mine because i've studied broadcast journalism and oh, he's like dope. one of the first anchors to be he's on multiple dead. networks and like carve that um He's really fucking smart. People don't understand how smart Ryan Seacrest yeah, is. Yeah. He's literally on like six Seven networks, and he and he's and and it's not um, what's it, exclusive. He's like one of the first people to to change the game. He really made it. Po- he paved the way for people like me to be able to be like, all right, I want to work on MTV, E News, and this person, you know. So I'm like, damn. After he did that, all of a sudden I had like a couple hundred thousand views on Snapchat, and I was like, holy shit, there's a couple hundred thousand people looking at what I'm doing every day. Like, what just happened? And it was crazy, but I, it was him. Like, I know it was him. But was there like a moment? That, was there like a specific person that found your song, or like, could you recall? Like, do you have any idea how did Wiz find the song? How did like everybody I, find it? So I, I really, you know, my my career is is props to Jason Prost and Key. Key from Atlanta. Yeah. Shout out to Key. He's you cool know, shout out to Key because Key, you know, had faith in me from a long time ago. You know, just rocking with a, a weird, a weird white kid. Um, That's right. And you know he put the song out, and you know that's how I feel because he was messing with Wiz at that time, and like I feel like that's how he caught on, and then okay, it just spread yeah. like wildfire. You know, it's just like it's a crazy, it's crazy. It's just same just thing crazy. happened. I saw it happen with Shake before, like with my in front of my own eyes. You know, because I was she's like, she's dope oh. as fuck, by the way. Hey, please, that makes my please, day. please come on tour with me. Shake, young Shake. Dude, you heard it. I would fuck with that, and and he's from um, Hackensack. That's crazy, cause she's from. To live on fucking sixty fifth in North Bergen. Oh shit, that's so tight. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this guy. I'm that's so shocked. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she's from the hood over there. That's why. Nah, Yo, you're hitting on her hood. North Bergen is a hood. And second of I'm all, she's got you. the numbers for the Airy Code tattoo. She has one tattoo. She has a tat zero seven zero. She has a tattoo on her face. Yeah, she's like real. all about that shit. So I saw the back. So when he called me today, it came up. Hack a second. She was like, "Wait." I was like, "If one of Shake's friends is in jail, I swear to God." So I call him. I'm picking up. I'm like, "Hello." And he's like, "Hey, I'm in the lobby." I was like, "Oh shit, I got the county this jail is in Hackensack." <laughs> so that's why it'll be a county call. For yeah, looking just like that. Because I've gotten them. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm like, the, I'm like the mom of the crew. You know what I mean? And they're like a little young like they're so dope bro they've got like a little so like dope. mob and they're just like young creatives and they're the same way they're like yo I was trying I was in a meeting so well. with one of them and I was like yo um you know Ruffy is blah 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 and Ruffy's like nah I'm not an artist he's like I'm a create like I'm all kinds of things I'm just making music I was like all right Ruffy like whatever you say right. but I fuck with that because like I used to be like that and I'm 26 now and I feel old because I, I'm used to being the youngest person in the room and somewhere in life that changed and I'm like all of a sudden not the youngest person in the room anymore. That's, that's happening to you. That's how I feel right it's now. Happening to you, so. Turning 21 tonight at 12. Shut and I'm like, up. because whenever you're 20, people are like, oh my God, you're, you're so, so young. young. But when whenever you're 21, you're 21 like, they're like, okay, hey, you're a grown person, dog. Cool. Uh, cool. Cool. Good for you. You know, but somewhere. And I hope this doesn't happen to you, but like somewhere along the way, you become conditioned, right? So you like, you just learn to be a little bit more political about things. You care about bridge, you you care about burning bridges a little bit more, and you lose that like, kind of like fuck you, this is me attitude. And being around them is so refreshing to me because it just reminds me to be like that. Because it's like so they're so raw and they're so like, yo, this is me, this is who I am, this is what I do, and if you don't like it, fuck you. And it's just such, and that's you remind me of them in that sense. So I feel like you guys are totally vibing. You ended the double XL statement. What? Like politely fuck off? Yeah, politely. Like, politely fuck off. I still like you. Yeah, in, a, in, a, in a orderly fashion. <laughs> but it's just like, no, why can't you take little tidbits of, of hip hop that inspired you and little tidbits of uh, mega death that inspired you in the country just, and put it into an album? I just want to know where that happened. I just, I want to know where the transition happened between where like. If you listen to this or this, or if you listen to this or this, or if you're this, you can't make this, or if you're this, you can't. I think do social this. media, honestly, it's it's like it's like it's like clicks. Like up. that's why I said everything, like the whole music industry is like fucking high school. Yeah, it's fucking high school. It it's is so actually. high school because you got people that don't fuck with people because they're hanging out with this people or they play fucking flute in the band who gives a fuck if i want to play the flute let me play the fucking flute if you don't fuck with me because i play the oboe 
Then where were, like where were like, we ever if, cool? I play an oboe. You don't think the oboe's cool, but you like me, but you ain't gonna fuck with me because I play the oboe. I don't know. I don't understand. So I just want to know where that happened. You turned 21 at midnight. Yeah, I do. What the fuck are you about to do? You're in Miami. We're gonna shoot some fireworks. Okay. You're going to Vegas? Yeah, we're going to Vegas Tonight? tomorrow. Tomorrow. Morning. All right, so that's tomorrow. Like, Tonight we out. I don't know All right, what's so going what on we, tonight. So tonight there's a couple, I will talk about this off the record. Mm, but yeah, there's a couple, op, there's a couple <laughs> options. Couple where, are you, where are you going to celebrate in Vegas? Do you Marquee. know? Marquee. Marquee? Yeah, they show me so much love. They except, show me love too. So I'm having a Halloween party except, there. Except Yo. they kick me out. But tonight, they ain't going kick, kick, kick you out. Kick you out. Shout out to Michael. Do you guys deal with Michael? That's my boy. Remember me? I'm the guy y'all kicked out. Because I didn't drink. But you know, but sometimes you gotta just like, like sometimes I feel like my ego will step up and say some shit like that. Like I'll be like, yo, wow, these motherfuckers know why and why are they making me wait? Like blah, 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 blah. Right. But it's like, at the end of the day, sometimes people are just doing their job. No, I mean, it's real shit. There was a, you know, I did, I walked in, did my three songs and left. Got paid and left. But you know. But now you're gonna party. I'm here, I'm here to stay. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, you gotta go get ready for this show. So I don't want to keep you too long. Is there um anything else you want to say to our podcast listeners? These are most of the people that listen to this podcast are like, and this is why I ask you to quite a lot, a lot of certain questions. But um, I stand for. We say Amelia works for me, and she does um everything creatively. Like she's a graphic designer, Actually. badass bitch. She fucking got no. a collab no. with Pintrill. You know no. what I'm saying? No. So we're all about like young creatives, not boxing people in. And, you know, um, just being free and being friendly. And you seem to be about the same thing. So that's who the people uh, that are listening are about. So hey, if you have anything cool, to say man. to them. Hey, you know, I fuck with y'all. Swag, swag. Um, check out PostMalone.com. PostMalone.com? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. We got no, merch? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. PostMaloneShop.com. <laughs> Make sure you check out postmaloneshop.com. Yeah, I saw a preview of what these shirts are going to look like, and they're pretty fire. Yeah, there's some cute shit. Fire. Fire. Yo, really funny. quick, I just want you to recognize homeboy peeping at the fucking balconies with his... Uh, oh, he's got the... There's an the old man with binoculars oh, right man. outside trying to, look at the, trying to look into the hotel windows. All right, we're going to go to the Purpose Tour. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been uh, attending the Purpose Tour throughout the nation. Shout out to Post Malone's opening up for Young Bieber, getting it lit, Moxie before him. And uh, yeah, it's Never Not Working Podcast.
Be alone.